1: and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers.
0: It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods.
1: New episodes every other Monday. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's me, your old pal. Don't worry now, don't be afraid. It's good to be here, though it is also very weird to be here. I have been... More like America's
0: dad than ever before. Grab your hairdryer and hop in the tub, because we're back with Hanksy Panksy Bad Romance, a podcast where two dumb idiot best friends are forced by my wife to watch the stickiest, the nastiest, the Mel gibson romance movies. I'm Sam Siegel, and I'm one of those dumb idiots.
1: And I am Luke Patrick, I am the other dumb idiot, um... I have some news today, Sam.
0: Yeah, uh, I've assembled the press.
1: Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, so, woke up in the middle of the night with a fever, mm-hmm. um, which was not great.
0: Out of curiosity, was it a um, a foreigner fever of 103?
1: Uh, it was, it, we have no way of knowing, because I'm, I'm at an Airbnb right now, but mm-hmm. um, and there's no th- there's no thermometer, so mm. that all that to say, it could have been very likely, uh, but we'll never know. We'll never know for sure. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, but as as you may have picked up on where I'm heading with this, dear listener, I did take an at-home COVID test this morning, and the old double bars did show up on this mm. one. So can I just say that it sort of sucks that the COVID episode for me is one that features Mel Gibson. It just feels it, gross.
0: It feels like what he would have wanted. I'll be perfectly <laughs> honest with you.
1: Yeah. As much misery and pain as possible for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so this, this folks, this is the COVID episode. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I've got a rapid test later in the day, so we'll find out for sure. But I'm I'm pretty sure I got the Rona oh, on this one.
0: But Kenneth Kenna did the the invert thing. Yeah. Uh on, on the photo you took. It had it had the very fine line or very faint line, I'm sorry. Yeah. Y, you got the plague. I got, you got the, plague, the rona.
1: which is so uh, infuriating because it's been two and a half years. And I then know. What changed? I came to Arkansas, Sam.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll tell you what. Ken and I are fine
1: right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh so,
0: so far, I do not have any wood to knock upon. Yeah. Um cuz I well, actually is this There we go. Uh, nice. I'll I'll hedge my bets. Yeah. Um Yeah, I I honestly if I'm being real with you, I suspect Ken and I probably got it early on. Um, mm. Because we've had enough close calls at this point that we should have gotten COVID yeah. from a couple people, including you.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Which I'm, so I don't know. I'm what, very deeply sorry about. Eh,
0: that's it's uh, fine.
1: I didn't, you know, I didn't know at the time.
0: Here's the thing, we got DeLuca's, and yeah. uh, that was worth it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, DeLuca's pizza hot springs arkansas folks if you're looking for a fine new york slice uh mm-hmm. this side of the mississippi you can't do you can't do better than deluca's
0: you cannot um in, in fact uh i did enjoy for lunch today a leftover slice of deluca's with some layla's hummus mm. yeah just a tour of arkansas it, um I, I don't think we have any questions from the press. I know Gerald from uh, the Times Picky Picayune is here, but uh, mm-hmm. he's pretty—he's pretty quiet usually. Um,
1: yeah, I'd be I surprised we... if there were questions because there's not much to question at this point. No. I'm just very sick, for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. I—I um, I mean, how do you feel? Because Luca, I look—I love you. We know this. We're very good friends. You you look like shit.
1: <laughs> I don't, and
0: frankly, yeah. it's not helped by the fact that you have a concerned-looking picture of a woman Yeah. Uh, j- just to the left of you.
1: Yeah, here at the Airbnb. Sam, I'll be honest, I don't feel amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. I felt better. And for the folks at home, I don't know who I'm talking to that hasn't been vaccinated yet, but if you are someone who listens to our podcast who has not been vaccinated and Boosted, Fucking get on it, y'all! Because yeah. I would not want this thing unvaccinated, Is my no. Thing.
0: Yeah, my understanding is it's a it's a tough nut to swallow.
1: Yeah, it would. It's already pretty. It's pretty gnarly. It's mm-hmm. not rad for sure. And it would be deeply, deeply not rad if I didn't yeah. have those good, good antibodies inside of. Thanks to the old vaccine. So mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, before we move on to the movie, which we have not said what it is yet, um, <laughs> I do feel like we should announce our sponsor for this episode, which of course is Master Baiters Bait and Tackle Shop in mm. Crows, Arkansas, a real place whose billboard we passed on, on the way to DeLuca's um, on Highway 5, so if you're heading, I guess that's south on Highway 5, you'll pass through Crows, Arkansas where the incredible Master Baiters Bait and Tackle shop is located
1: and uh, they are our sponsor this week. Yeah, whether they realize it or not, Master Baiters in Crows, Arkansas uh, stop by them for all of your fine fine bait and tackle needs Mm -hmm. and maybe a little something extra, it's unclear based on the name, exactly what they have Yeah, Yeah. I don't
0: want to know their full range of services
1: yeah for sure
0: but look let's let's talk about uh what women want two thousands what women want the the movie that was inflicted upon us Mm -hmm. by uh by mckenna yeah uh how was your watch experience as i assume covid viruses were just spreading (laughs) rapidly throughout (laughs) your body
1: Yeah, so full disclosure for the folks at home. We watched this one together last night
2: Mm -hmm. um,
1: over some fine Greek Mediterranean food, uh, which was delicious. But yeah, at that point in time, my body was sort of becoming an incubator for COVID virus. Yes. So I didn't really feel it at the time, but the threat was looming. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I was really tired was the main we thing I experienced? pretty sleepy i was really sleepy um which didn't enhance the experience if i'm honest of having to watch yeah. what women want uh because uh i don't know i guess all that to say my watch was not the worst my watch was also not the greatest because yeah it is what women want
0: it is mel gibson's 2000 uh vehicle what women want now I am glad to hear that it was not your worst viewing because I would a little bit take it personally.
1: <laughs> yeah, one of two watches we've actually managed to do together. Mm-hmm. Um, the other being Walking Tall, which is a great episode. If you gonna go check that one out. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. How was your watch? Although I feel like I know because I was I was in the room.
0: I had a pretty good time. Nice. Uh, you know, not since Titanic. Have I had that many people in the room with me while I was watching a flick? Yeah. Uh, and it feels good. Nice. It feels good to have a little bit of a crowd there. Uh, I mean, is it now slightly colored by the fact that you've left essentially a ticking time bomb in my home? <laughs> and perhaps also in my blood and the blood of my wife? Yeah. Uh, Sure. Yeah. You know, we'll find out on uh, the 14th when we have to go get our COVID tests.
1: Yeah. Ugh. But,
0: you know, you got me out of a trip to Clarksville. So. Yeah.
1: Hey, I'm good for nothing if I ain't good for getting people out of trips by potentially spreading the plague to them. <laughs> this is one of my many skills, for sure.
0: Now, we should talk about the plot. Look, would you like me to take over the plot uh, in your weakened state?
1: Yes. Also, I just realized that I should mention, if my audio quality sounds like shit this week, It's a two-pronged, uh, sort of failure, because I am using just a generic Bluetooth headset. Mm -hmm. And I don't sound great. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, the thing is, you really could have just blamed the Bluetooth headset, and (laughs) people at home probably wouldn't have known that you sound like shit.
1: Yeah, I don't think they would have noticed that one. Uh yeah.
0: I mean, you sound like you've been driving all the way from L.A. to Okeechobee in one go.
1: <laughs> all the way from Oka-Coke- Ocracoke to Los Angeles. Yep. The, same, the same long haul. But um, yeah, Sam, I would appreciate it if you would take over the plot for me on this one.
0: Yeah. So What Women Want, the 2000 film, uh, does star uh, Mel Gibson as Nick Marshall, a Chicago ad executive um, who is, uh, as it is said repeatedly, a man's man. Yeah. He, uh, is a horrific misogynist. He, uh, likes manly things, and that's, and, and fucking. Those, those are his two, uh, loves. Yeah. He, uh, loses, a uh, promotion to a woman, uh, much to his chagrin. Oh, he who can't, then,
1: he can't handle that.
0: He, he is very unhappy about this specifically because um, women are purchasing more things. And so they need to have a woman's perspective to get their market share. Yeah. So uh, so his new boss is like, hey, here's some women products. Uh, Why don't you all check them out? Try to look at them and try to advertise them. So Mel Gibson does go home and he look. I'll give it to him. He gives it the old college try. Yeah. He puts on a nail polish. He sniffs lipstick. He puts on some Alanis Morissette, Mm -hmm. I think. Uh, Specifically because he felt that she was hot, uh, which is feminism. Mm -hmm. And uh, (laughs) he puts on some pantyhose, having a ball, waxes his leg, and then he does fall directly into a bathtub uh, with a running hairdryer, which... uh, Will electrocute you, uh, but unless you're Mel Gibson, in which case it will electrocute you not to death, but to the point where you can hear women's thoughts.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, so then we go on it. Yes? Which has been my experience in trying this at home, sort mm-hmm. of dunking my hairdryer into the bathtub while I have one foot inside of it. I think the one foot in the bathtub is the real differentiator. It, it,
0: it If you put both feet in you're dead yeah one but if foot, it's
1: one foot yeah you're fine mm-hmm. and you can hear uh, the thoughts of women and french yep. poodles for some reason
0: yeah we'll talk more about that yeah um so so we then go on a journey with Mel as he learns what it's like to uh be a woman i guess uh mostly through their thoughts he does do a little bit of the fine French art of uh, sabotage
1: mm-hmm. on his boss
0: uh, by weaponizing her thoughts against her uh, until he falls in love with her.
1: Yeah, whoops.
0: That's that's pretty much it.
1: Yeah. Yep. It's rom com stuff, man. Yep. It's just your basic, your basic. They don't like each other. They don't get along. There's conflict. They slowly fall in love with each other. There's the reveal of the betrayal. And then they just sort of, although in this one, Sam, they kind of just patch shit over really quickly in the last, like, five minutes of this movie.
0: Yeah, it's like they kind of forgot that there needs to be, like, the conflict part of their relationship. Yeah. Uh, And so they just find out that he did the old sabotage, and uh, and then she was like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. I love you.
2: Mm Mm-hmm yeah
0: um also real curious now so uh, f- for the folks at home Luke started this episode sitting stock straight upright and you have now faltered to I would say ooh, I'd say we're at about a 30 degree angle
1: yeah yeah We'll see and where so, I end up yeah we are gonna episode? be tracking this yeah so my slow I may just be <laughs> fully prone by yeah. the end of this episode
0: so, what do you think of the movie?
1: Hmm. 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 I think it has pieces that work, but the vast majority of this movie is kind of horse shit.
0: Okay, tell me more about that.
1: Yeah, so Nick, as a human being, like I pointed this out while we were watching it, but supposedly he was like raised by showgirls in Las Vegas. mm mm-hmm. um, Because his mom was a showgirl, so he had nothing but like female presence in his life. Right. And somehow... mm -hmm,
0: Yeah, what he took away from that was to view them solely as objects.
1: Solely as objects, yeah. And it's just... He's so unlikable as a human Mm -hmm. being. And it doesn't help that it's Mel Gibson.
0: So that was going to be my question is, do you think it would be a better movie if it wasn't Melly G?
1: So you're saying, what if Tom Hanks were a Nick yeah. in this movie? Yeah,
0: a Tom Hanks, a, uh, a Ryan Reynolds. Mm.
1: Yeah. I think, okay. Yeah, I think. Um, I think it would have made a difference. Yeah, for sure. Uh,
0: oh, you're getting a second win there, my
1: guy. <laughs> yeah, I am sort of up, up straight a little bit. Um, yeah,
0: you got that woman peeking over your shoulder again.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I just hate Mel Gibson so much. And he seems I mean, like as, a real <laughs> douchebag. So th- as,
0: as well you should.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we have lots of very valid reasons to hate Mel Gibson. This character is completely unlikable. So there's nothing eventually he becomes okay and then the rom-com pieces of this do sort of hit for me um Mm -hmm. so like the resolution at the end where he's like i love you uh let's make this work whatever And she says uh i love you too and they they go through that whole rigmarole um it's fine and it kind of works but Mm -hmm. it doesn't help that for three quarters of the movie nick is an unredeemable asshole
0: yeah, and and specifically he's using his newfound power of understanding everything that women think to ruin her life?
1: Yes. Yeah. I mean, it does make him more sympathetic over time. And mm-hmm. he sort of figures shit out, but largely he uses this for his own personal gain and advantage. Yes. So... Yeah. In- it ain't great. Including to have sex with a woman? uh
0: Yeah. He does practice sex on Marissa Tomei.
1: Yeah, through kind of some manipulation by reading her thoughts. Granted, she was down for it. Yeah. So it was consensual, but there was some finagling granted by his ability to read minds. So again, just a lot of squigginess in this movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sam, what did you think of it?
0: A little bit. I liked it.
1: All right. I I wasn't gonna say it, but yeah, I, I kind of proud so. of it. I think so too.
0: But it. I mean, there there is something in it. there is a gold nugget in this pile of poop. Yeah. Uh, the, like. Because again, he is—he is such an asshole of a character that it does feel like it's just Mel Gibson going about his day and not really acting. Yeah. Um. But he, ugh, I hate saying all of this because all of this does come with the caveat that Mel Gibson is genuinely a bad person.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Um. And, uh, and his early character has really not aged well because I would describe him as the ad version of Harvey Weinstein.
1: Yeah. The advertising, uh, Weinstein for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, so like there's a part where he keeps asking Marissa Tomei out even though she keeps saying no. And then he says, do you want me to stop asking you out? And she says yes. And then he continues to ask her out. Yeah. And it
1: sucks. Oh, it super sucks.
0: But he's, he sells the turn really well. Mm-hmm. He does a very good job of, like, improving as a dad, Im- improving as a co-worker. There's a, there is kind of a rank part where, like, uh a woman's suicidal ideation is used to redeem Mel Gibson. Yeah. Uh, which is, I would I would say, not the best trope.
1: Yeah, as is the fact that he gets out of having sex with Marissa Tomei by claiming that he's gay. Um, yeah. Because he doesn't own up to the fact that he did in fact hurt her by mm-hmm. having sex with her and then not calling her. Which is something right. she was deeply afraid of. Yeah, so, she
0: did not want to be used. He specifically used her. Yeah. And and then was like, ooh, don't want her finding out about that. Uh so he lied about being gay.
1: Yeah. Cool guy. Cool. Cool, 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 cool.
0: Can I tell you something though? Yeah. I do like the man's
1: voice. Melly Gibson has a pretty good voice. When you He's break got it down, a
0: good timbre in that voice. Yeah. Mm hmm. I mean, could you imagine if you used that voice for good rather than anti Semitism, <laughs> misogyny, and racism?
1: If only the things coming out of his skull were worth it. Um, I know. And weren't hate hate crimes.
0: Um,
1: yes. Yeah, because, and I think his voice has only gotten better because I was thinking about this uh, during the movie. Like, by the time he hits Batman. Uh mm-hmm. that voice is buttery smooth and so deep. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: It's it's cuz he ground out all the hard edges.
1: Yeah. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah, he's and got again, a, the... He's got a real thing going on by the time he gets Oh spamming. yeah.
0: Absolutely and uh for the folks at home Luke is back down at sort of a 30 degree angle. He's sinking.
1: Yeah. Again,
0: sinking I... like the Titanic.
1: They may be just head on pillow by the end of this. So. I hope so. Yeah.
0: Uh you you've earned it po- powering through this way.
1: Powering through the plague to deliver you fine folks a pretty subpar episode of Yeah, this I would
0: say a subpar and almost assuredly very short episode of
1: this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll see, time will tell.
0: So I do have some questions about Mel's acting. Because a lot of the times, uh, the impression I got was that they said, "Hey, uh, act like a cat watching a laser pointer," <clears throat> because there are times where he, like, he's not looking into the camera; he's looking like just off to the side of it. But his eyes keep like twitching around. Yeah, and it's the bizarrest
1: shit. Yeah, maybe there was a laser pointer. Maybe this is how Melly G worked.
0: That would actually be pretty fucking legit if yeah. the only way you can get Millie G to act is to get a laser pointer and just point it at whatever he's supposed to act
2: at.
1: <laughs> he doesn't need motivation or method acting. He just needs someone Mm-mm. to have a cheap pet store laser pointer. Yes. For them to just sort of highlight the things he's acting at.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um... I mean, you got any questions?
1: Hmm.
0: Any, any comments about, about this flick?
1: Oh well, I famously took no notes during this.
0: You did. Yeah. And I took very little.
1: Hmm. Maybe we shouldn't watch movies together.
0: It does seem like it's bad. I'm also going to say we probably shouldn't watch movies together while one of us has Rona. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah categorically would not recommend doing again mm-hmm. um yeah let me think it seems
0: inadvisable yeah because sure. i mean i've i've got some stuff but i want to make room for your sort of covid adult thoughts here yeah
1: it's genuinely hard to think um actually
0: i do have a question yeah so you've got a covid brain right now for sure what do you think a Dutch person's accent is like?
1: Um, pretty much exactly like Colonel Tom Parker.
0: Okay, in, yeah, and
1: so, uh, Elvis. Yeah. Yeah, can you break
0: me off a slice of that?
1: Yes, so I'm Colonel Tom Parker from Elvis. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Boy, I'm the snowman. I make it snow so much.
0: Yeah, that's fucking wretched, and that's exactly what Tom (laughs) did. So I I do think it's, I've proved my theory. I think. You get COVID squirreling around in your brain, and you don't know what (laughs) Dutch people sound like anymore.
1: I do think my impression of him has gotten better since yesterday, since acquiring the Rona. Mm -hmm. Um, I do think that impression is better than it would have been yesterday. Yeah, sure. I
0: wasn't going to tell everyone about it, but you do you do break off a, a 2022's uh Colonel Tom Parker impression literally every day now.
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure. I just keep practicing. And I couldn't it's hit it. It's
0: been it's been pretty uncomfortable like when we were at Deluca's and uh they were asking you what you wanted for dessert and you just said, "I'd like to snow." I'd
1: like to snow. I'd like the snow for the snowman. Um,
0: and, uh, and, and the, the waitstaff just stared at you agog. Yeah. And I did have to tip extra.
1: Yeah. Worth it, though. Worth it for the practice, if I'm honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I guess I do have one question for you. Uh-huh. What do you think of their ad campaign for Nike in this movie? Okay. Um, I don't think it's good. Yeah, it's pretty shit, isn't it?
0: It's pretty bad, and I think we can do better.
1: Yeah, and so for the folks at home, the ad campaign is, well, the tagline is, no games, just sports. And the gist is that it's an advertising campaign, like a commercial, that's like, yo, being a woman sucks. Uh, You have to play all these games, essentially. Mm -hmm. It's just sort of a reminder, Joss Whedon style, that being a woman in the world is terrible uh
0: yeah and and, like it's all about how like the the road that you run on (laughs) will never harass you or call you fat or anorexic or stupid or a bitch and it's just like hey hey mel
1: Mm -hmm. this ain't great and also of course not it's a road
0: I mean, I would be pretty fucking alarmed if I came outside and the road in front of my house was like, get back inside, you fucking bastard. Yeah. It's like, oh, holy
1: shit. Hey, man, you look a little, you look like you packed off some weight recently. Thanks, Shut up, Tubby.
0: And it's like, oh, my God, road. Road? I started to say the actual street name, but I do not want to get killed
1: again. Yeah, I was about to say, uh... I now know very well where you live, and mm-hmm. I came very close to saying the street name as well. Yeah, uh,
0: you and Dwayne Johnson both know where I live now.
1: Yeah, um, Yeah, man, I just, uh, it's not good. It's not a good ad campaign, but the Nike people love it.
0: They did love it, and they're wrong for that yeah uh, because I think we know more about selling Nike than the people at Nike do yeah so what's our ad campaign hmm because I had a thought
1: I have one as well, but I'm curious okay. to hear yours
0: uh Nike go stomp some nuts <laughs>
1: I love it. Can I say? I absolutely love it.
0: Now, I I appreciate that, but I have to know what your s- just sickly fucking <laughs> soup of a brain... <laughs> um.
1: Well, first, I just want to say that Stomp Some Nuts, I think, is very succinct and will look great on a billboard. Wouldn't um, it? And I think the fact that it's trainers, like, instead of, like, heels or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. it lends a like a suburban sort of feel to the nut stomping okay. that I think is more universal. Uh, All right. Because not everybody's the nut stomper that can put on like seven-inch heels right. and stomp some nuts. That's a specific flavor.
0: It's attainable nut stomping.
1: Yeah, it's extremely attainable nut stomping. Uh, which would make a great episode for this, or a great uh, title for this episode? Attainable nuts topic. If it weren't for the yeah, fact that, w- that this is going to be the COVID episode, right? Yeah. Um. So my ad campaign is pretty simple, and it's just Nike: run the hell out of this country. Mmm, that is good too. Yeah, just run away, Nike. Use our shoes to run, run away. And get out of this Nike,
0: Nike, did you know most countries guarantee maternity leave?
1: (laughs) Nike, run to your reproductive rights. Um,
0: Nike, you have fewer rights than a gun here.
1: Yeah. Um, I think it's a message that will really resonate with whole groups of people. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's very practical. Because if you're going to run to Canada... You do need good shoes.
0: You need some Nikes.
1: Yeah, you need that swoop, and you need the just do it attitude.
0: Yes, um, you do.
1: Yeah. mm Hmm.
0: Well, uh, I mean, I th- I think that's we should write that up, get some panels, and yeah. uh, send that off to Nike.
1: I think they'll appreciate it. Um, they they do sort of dabble in being woke, the old swoosh. So yeah. I think yeah, it's they... uh, it's something that will resonate with him.
0: There you go. Well, uh, Luke, I'm I'm gonna say we need to take a quick break because you have somehow reclined even further.
1: Yeah, I'm um, still sinking for sure.
0: Yeah. Oh God, like a like a brontosaurus trapped in a tar pit.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, You'll find my bones uh, many millions of years later in uh, the bowels of Los Angeles. For mm-hmm.
0: sure. Absolutely. Uh so let's go um to the romance bank.
1: <laughs> okay. Let's go. Let's go.
0: Well, Luke, uh let's let's talk about uh Mel's mind reading powers.
1: Yeah. Yes. Because so, the rules the rules on this guy are sweet.
0: They are pretty loose, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. Um so so we see that he can he can hear women's thoughts mm-hmm. of seemingly any age, though we don't see the upper or lower limits of that age tested. Yeah. And also one dog.
1: Yeah, which is a real head scratcher. And honestly is one of the things that drives me most bad about this the movie. The dog is is frustrating. It's incredibly stupid.
0: Yes. And and he also again attains this by by getting electrocuted.
1: Yeah. Yes. And then we should mention he gets unfucked at the end of this movie by standing under a bunch of sparks coming off of a uh, like a transistor. Not Transistor. Yeah. Transformer. Transformer. Yeah, yeah, in the rain. Uh, in the rains of Chicago. And that's what undoes yes. the whole ability. For some reason.
0: Yeah, even though earlier in the movie he tries to undo it by getting struck by lightning through the hairdryer. Yeah. But that does not do the trick.
1: It does not.
0: Ugh. What? So... So you had some questions last night.
1: Yeah, I did. Um, Which
0: is, uh, well, I'll let you ask.
1: Yeah, so gender is definitely more nuanced than this movie sort of implies. Yes. Now, one of my favorite things would be if he can out people kind of before they realize it. Right. So he's, That would be interesting. He's walking down the street and he meets a trans woman who has yet to sort of come to this realization. Uh, can he hear her thoughts right and then sort of you know hit him with a big truth bomb uh, you know just be very comforting and very understanding but be like you know, you might want to consider this because I can right. hear your thoughts um, yeah
0: and I can only do that with women yeah um, and
1: dogs and dogs so here's my thing. If he can hear the thoughts of one French poodle who speaks mm-hmm. English.
0: Who speaks English in a French accent.
1: In a French accent. Um surely he can hear the thoughts of like just non cishet dudes. Right. Right.
0: Now I I wonder. So I he here's my theory. Yeah. Tying this all in. I think you're right in that the power can do that. However, I think it is limited by the mindset of the person who has the powers at that
1: time. Okay, now we're talking.
0: So uh, we see Mel Gibson is, uh, as he is in real life, a uh, militant misogynist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and so I think he thinks women and dogs pretty close mm-hmm. and so I think that's how he does that I would also imagine that both his character and Mel Gibson probably have some pretty stanky views about trans people
1: yeah trans and uh, binary folks for sure um, I dig this as a theory and I'm pretty sure it's correct especially the dogs and women thing uh, mm-hmm. or as I put it last night, bitches. Um, right. Because it is mystifying and it makes no sense. Unless you spin it with that particular stank.
0: Right. Now, yeah. if if you had someone who's who's woker, a um you know, a Mark Zuckerberg, a uh, an <laughs> Elon Musk, um <coughs> a a little Ben Shapiro, one of those types, someone yeah. who really gets it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of a of a a man who's with it and is
1: famous. Yeah, maybe a Jonathan Van Um uh,
0: Yeah, though didn't uh aren't they aren't they like gender non-conforming?
1: Oh, yes, that's true. Yeah. Well, any of the queer eye folks that Yeah. Um, and
0: any of those uh, those great great people. Yeah. Um, you give them that power? Oh yeah, they're in you know. Uh, ooh.
2: hmm
0: What if you give it to someone who's gender non conforming? Can they hear would they hear every, How does the power apply to people
1: who are gender nonconforming? I believe They would be able to hear everything, everything.
0: That's kind of what I was wondering.
1: Because if all if all genders are equal in your eyes, and Mm -hmm. you know all genders are valid and accepted, um, then given the rules we've set up for the specific power, I think you'd be able to hear everybody's thoughts and possibly all the animals. Question mark? Cos- Although, I guess not, because if the rule is that you have to view people yeah. as animals.
0: Unless.
1: Unless.
0: <laughs> you're gender non conforming, but you also hate people.
1: Ah. Now we're talking a very specific individual.
0: Yeah, the the slimmest of Venn diagrams.
1: Yeah. So, non binary. Uh and in general has a has a negative view of everybody. Mhm. Specifically yeah. everyone.
0: Yeah, it's then then you can be sort of like a like an Eliza Thornberry type. Mhm. Where you, you can hear animals' thoughts. You wouldn't be able to talk to them, which would be frustrating.
1: Well, the poodle speaks English.
0: Yeah, but he can't speak poodle ostensibly. Yeah. Or are you saying that because the poodle speaks English, that he then, that the poodle then can understand English?
1: Well, this is something that's confusing, because um, there's a scene where he's walking through Chinatown to go handle Erin, uh, the, the woman who's been having some suicidal thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, he's walking through Chinatown, and he runs into this very old Chinese lady. And mm-hmm. I did wonder... Are her thoughts translated?
0: It was it was something that I found myself thinking too, in that the movie decided not to answer.
1: Yeah, I don't think they were brave enough to dive into the rules of this thing about. No. No.
0: Uh th- that or too racist.
1: Yeah. It couldn't couldn't be bothered to record that ADR. Wait. Um, yeah.
0: What if we have it all wrong?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What if it's not, no, hmm, no. I was going to say, what if it's only the people that that you would want to fuck? But he does hear uh, his own daughter's thoughts, and I don't want to tread into that territory.
1: And a poodle's thoughts, which is that... not outside the realm of possibility.
0: Yeah, for old Melly G, I'd believe he'd fuck a dog.
1: <laughs> Everybody knows Mel Gibson and his uh affinity for poodles uh mm-hmm. the borders on the upsetting
0: yeah the frencher the better he always says
1: yeah yep hmm, hmm.
0: in any case uh luke i you're you're sinking quick
2: oh yep
0: oh no he's <laughs> fully flat now folks he has collapsed um I feel like we should get on out of here pretty quick huh Yeah
1: I think a nap is in order for me
0: Yeah uh, several perhaps Yeah So let's let's talk about uh next week's movie uh My Boss's Daughter do
1: you know it I don't know My Boss's Daughter from a hole in the wall uh, Yep
0: uh so don't like you do with holes in the wall and stick your dick into it okay Luke
1: Yeah My Boss's Daughter I hope I would love to see a rom-com that is not a heterosexual rom-com. Ooh, okay. So I'm hoping that this one is a coming out story about someone who works in like, maybe another high-powered advertising agency in Chicago. Uh um, But someone who comes to grips with their own sexuality. And that sexuality is, is centered, this discovery is centered around their boss's daughter. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. I like it.
1: Now, like now it. have you seen this flick? Nope. All right. Do you know anything about it?
0: I know one detail about it. Okay. Uh, Would you like that one detail?
1: I would like that one detail now that my, now that my guess is on record.
0: Yeah, it does feature Ashton Kutcher.
1: Interesting. Oh, the yes. Ashton Kutcher is in this one, huh? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and this was a recent swap on the list. It was going to be Guess Who starring Ashton Kutcher and Bernie Mac, but for some reason uh Kenna decided to swap it out for my boss's daughter.
1: Interesting.
0: So, I think I think my boss's daughter is about I think this is another cousin fucking movie.
1: Ooh. And it's sort of a smokescreen, the whole boss's daughter thing.
0: Yeah. I think he's like, he finds out later that his boss is his uncle.
1: Yes.
0: Or aunt. Uh, and that he's been fucking his cousin this whole time. So it's sort of d- a double taboo of, of fucking the boss, the boss's kid, and also fucking your cousin. A yes. la Giuliani.
1: This is excellent, sir. You've really cooked up a fine stew with this (laughs) one.
0: (laughs) So I think it's like a psychological thriller.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Yeah, I I love this, and I very much hope that's what it is.
0: Let's hope. You know, uh, hopefully COVID has not ravaged your brain by that point.
1: Yeah, I should should Uh, be better by that point. Uh, Sorry again, folks. Uh, But you know, the plague happens. To the best yep. of us, so
0: yeah. I mean, honestly, at this rate, probably next week it'll be COVID episode two, electric boogaloo.
1: Yeah, well, f- you know, fingers crossed for you, buddy. Well, we yeah, we'll we see. Not. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, until then, folks, uh you can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast, you can find us on Twitter at Hanksy Panksy, you can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Pod, and you can send us an email at HanksyPanksyPod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash HanksyPanksy. Uh head on over there, uh chuck us some money. We we do monthly episodes, though we are very far behind on this month's um due to the Arkansas visit and the Rona. Um, but but we'll get it up there eventually. Uh, we also have uh, Now This Is Podcasting, the, the rest of that series. We've got some other fun stuff over there. Um, so, uh, So yeah, head on over there, chuck us some money. And I want to give a shout-out to Hanks's Heroes. That's Russell, Tuck, and Daniel. I hope you all stay COVID-free uh, and good and healthy, and you don't ever have to see Mel Gibson. Mm-hmm. Luke, do you even have a final quote?
1: I think my final quote is just... <laughs> Excellent. Perfect. Which is the noises that Mel Gibson makes when he realizes he can read minds. So. Yep. Yep.
0: That's it. Uh, well, uh, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy Bad Romance. Uh, we'll be back next week with my boss's daughter.